Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hoglin and I am the creator and founder. This podcast covers every aspect of conscious leadership and the conscious leadership code. And if there is a particular example or angle or subject you would like an episode on, please reach out and let me know and I will create it specifically for you. This is an aptly titled episode on a beautiful sunny day with blue skies beaming overhead. Death, grief, being purposeless or aimless and how has this come about? And I'm saying it with a smile on my face because this is something I have got through. It is something I have got over. It has taken me a while to do that. And on this episode, I really want to share my learnings linked to not just me, but someone else, which I'll explain in a minute. I want to share my learnings of what happened to me when my mother died in 2018. Now, I have spoken about that before, but I have never, ever attached it to a purpose or lack of purpose. And that's what I want to do in this episode. And it really is about it. This is something that we don't talk about. And we need to talk about this because death is a fact of life. You know, you will die at some point. Your parents will die at some point. Your partner, if you have one, may die before you or may not. And that's what happened to my mum and my dad. Dad said he was not going to die before mum. He would not leave mum on her own. And he did. And, you know, and you can't, as much as you can predict a lot of this stuff, you can't predict who's going to go first because you can't control the other person. You can only influence them. And I can can assure you, my dad did everything he possibly could not to go before mum. And of course, your children may go before you if you are a parent. So my parents lost two children before mum and dad went. So in this whole great scheme of life and the world and the universe and whatever else it is that you believe in, somewhere within your life, somewhere you will, someone will die that you love and grief is a is a thing that we suffer from grief is an emotion now it will affect all of us very differently of course it will because we are all unique beings so I can only talk about myself at this point and I hope I truly hope that this gives you something to hang your hat on hook into think about okay Maybe that's what I can do or maybe that is something I need to think about now. So let me tell you the story. I was on Clubhouse this morning being interviewed about my life. I've done it before. Um, You know, for those of you that have listened in, I've been on Clubhouse, on Clubhouse every morning for nearly two years. And then I left it at the beginning of this year, 2023. And every now and then I go back and I contribute. So this morning I was being interviewed and it was really about my life story. So I shared a lot of my life story and I've been on this planet, you know, I'm in my seventh decade. I've been around a lot, I've done a lot. I've had some massive, wonderful, smiley experiences in my life. Um, and, And as much as I am not the person that I used to be, up until mum died, in all honesty, my life had been good. You know, I've been married, divorced, I've been in and out of relationships three relationships since my divorce each lasted about 10 years they all ended for one reason or another and loved my mum loved my dad and dad died in early 
oh dear, dad died in 2013. He promised that he would not die before mum and leave mum on her own. And he did. And mum and I had a very, very, very close relationship. We ended up living together for the last two years of her life. And mum died in July 2018. So what happened? My purpose, and this is the point of this episode, grief is grief. We all go through it. There's a magical piece of work by Dr. Kubler-Ross. If you want to look at the change curve, she did a whole piece of research on people who were um, given a death sentence, basically. They had a, a, a disease that was incurable of some description. And she looked at the stages that people went through and she came up with five basic stages. Now, there's an article about that on my website. Go to juliehogpin.com, you'll find it. So I knew all of this stuff theoretically. I am a change agent. I'm a change management trainer, mentor, coach, whatever you want to call me. Everything I do basically is around change. So I understand it on a theoretical level. But of course, emotionally and psychologically, I'd never experienced it before. Even when, even when dad died, so my, my eldest brother died the year before my dad. Dad died the following year. And then mum died four or five years later. So until mum died, in reality, I always had, when my eldest brother died, I had mum and dad. They were in their later years. I used to spend a lot of quality time with them. Then when dad died, I had mum. And my grief process with dad started three months before he actually passed because of how dad died. Um, And of course, when he died, I had mum. So my perp, I always had a purpose. And then mum, and I don't have children, so mum being my, if you like, um, last connection to family, apart from nieces and nephews. And I have another brother, but I don't see him anymore. That's a whole nother story. So mum being, if you like, my last connection to family, and of course my mum, when she died, I did have a purpose. And my purpose, I had a partner, and my purpose, because in reality, when mum died, I had complete freedom. I had no ties. I haven't got children. I had no ties. Now, of course, I was sad. I was upset. I didn't know what was going on. You know, grief just hits you. I can't explain that because it'll affect us all differently. But grief hits you. I can't really explain that and how I felt. But it was like my world ended. And I still had my partner. And myself and my partner's vision, as I thought, so you can tell something's coming, was that once everything was resolved and we had spoken about this and you know we are we were both financially free we both had additional income or you know money we could access and our plan was to actually travel the world go where we wanted take as long as we wanted to do that because there would be no ties his parents had passed many years ago and of course what happened oh dearie me talk about how you plan change so that was my purpose and as much as I was really grieving mum I had something to hang on to and we went on a trip we went to um, a trip around China and Japan with a group of people and previous to that trip this was only about three weeks after mum passing it was a business trip it was already booked I spoke to my family Um, you know the delay between somebody dying and then somebody being cremated there's a number of weeks. So me going on the business trip, as much as I was bereft, it didn't delay the funeral. So I went and I initially went to a, 
a week's business in Bali. And in reality, I thought it was going to take my mind off of what was going on. And in reality, I just was all over the show. But I was away. I was with people. I was having different conversations. It kept my mind off off of things. I was talking to my partner every night from Bali to the UK. And then from Bali, I flew to China. We were on a three-week tour with the same people that I'd been in Bali with, celebrating somebody's birthday. It was all organised. My partner flew out to China to meet me. I'd spoken to him every day on the phone. He flew out to China to meet me. I traversed, and, and I have to laugh at this, I don't know how I did it even now because I was not in a good place. I landed in China and I had to get across China, not, not across China, but across somehow in Beijing from um, one terminal to the other terminal. And it's not quite the same as going different terminals in Gatwick. You have to come out the airport, get on a bus, go across. It was like 25 minutes or something. Anyway, managed it. Partner came out. We get to the hotel, we start the trip. Within a few days, I was accused of having an affair, which I hadn't had, hand on heart. I didn't know where it come from. But ultimately, that resulted in the relationship ending because there was no way I was going to be in a relationship with somebody, regardless of where I was emotionally and mentally and with mum, there was no way I was going to be in a relationship with somebody who believed that I had had an affair. And when I told him I hadn't, he didn't believe me. And of course, that belief, disbelief then led to him, me saying to him, you don't trust me. And, and, and he couldn't say he did. And he couldn't say he believed me. So there was clearly something going on right in the middle of China. Anyway, so what happened? The relationship broke down. So not only did I lose mum, I also lost the purpose that I had with my partner. So all of a sudden, I had no future. And this is really important because I think this is so important to grab hold of. You, you, Mum died, relationship ended. I have no children. That was a choice. I'm not, you know, I'm not moaning about that or saying anything negative about that. I have no children. What other purpose did I have? I didn't have my mission. I didn't have my vision. The vision I had just got taken away from me. And we did an exercise on the trip, which basically you, you turn to your past. It's an NLP exercise, meditation type exercise. I've done it before um, and I have done it since. But you look to your past, you thank everybody that's been in your past that has got you to where you are now and you thank them. And then you turn to the future and what you see in the future is your future. And when I looked to my future, I didn't have one. Completely black. And it literally was black. It was like looking down this really long tunnel with absolutely no light at the end of it. And that stayed with me for a long time. So, you know, long story short, came back to the UK. Lockdown happened not long after that, or it felt like not long after that. Um, We were still living in the same house. We were in business together. So we sort of was in the same house, but separate. And it wasn't until January, no, February, I think it was 21, that um, for various reasons, I ended up moving out and I've moved into a one bed rented flat. Um, And we were actually at the time living in a rented house because me, mum and him and Stuart had all lived together. So we gave that house up. I moved into another rented accommodation because my properties have got tenants in, so I can't move back there. Plus, you know, the mortgage products and all of that. 
Stuart went his way and it took a, took another year to finalise the business. So we're, you know, not in business together, not in a relationship together. So there was a lot of negative and not great energy going round. And of course, I'm grieving, got no future, don't know what the vision is. And I shared some of that, not in that much depth, but I shared some of that on the clubhouse room this morning because somebody said to me, clearly your mum dying affected you. Yes, it did, hugely. And they said, what did you do? And this is what I really want to share about being purposeless or aimless. Because without a purpose, what are we on this planet for? Think about it. So I really want you to think about what is your purpose? And you'll hear all these things about people saying, what's your why? What's your why? What's your why? I want you to go, I want you to dig deeper than that. What's your purpose? What's your mission? What's your vision? And what I really want you to think about is, what is that apart from your loved ones? So forget your parents, forget your children, forget your partner, because ultimately they all die. Now you might die first, just bear that in mind as well. You might and you might not. So what is your purpose? Now, I'm thinking that most people that listen to this podcast are probably entrepreneurial. So you may have a purpose, but you may be having your purpose for somebody else. So I want you to make that purpose so big, it forms a complete, I don't know what the right word is, umbrella over everybody and everything you love. Because if, and I really don't wish this on anybody, the people that you love die before you, what is your purpose? Now I'm 64 currently. This happened in 2018. This is 2023, so that's five years ago. I'd have been 59, so it was before I was 60. Now, as they say, 60 is the new 40. I know I've got another 30 years on this planet, at least, minimum. So what's my purpose for the next 30 years? I didn't have one. So my future's black. I've got no purpose. My purpose was ripped away from me um, through death and through a break, a, you know, a relationship breakdown. That put me into a well, it put me, I went into a dark hole and I did at times, you know, and being truthfully honest, which I am, I didn't want to be on this planet. I was so close at certain times to not being here. Um, it's actually quite scary looking back on it because, you know, I've got so much to live for, but I couldn't see it because there was no vision. So please create this vision where you have something to look forward to that is above and bigger than. So my mission now is to enable and create conscious leadership globally. And everything I do falls down out of that. Now that's a mission, I will never achieve it. But so it's always the light at the end of my tunnel. Um, you know, and there's a lot of philanthropic activities that I do and because I can and because I want to, that actually even they fall out of that mission, enabling conscious leadership. So I provide money to... Um, schools, I provide, you know, books and paper and pens and reading books for children who have come through an abusive, you know, par their parents have been in an abusive relationship and one parent ends up in a refuge. So I provide reading books for the children because education and knowledge, our wisdom is so, so, so important. I, I provide books for schools, uh, bricks for build schools, clean water, um, you know, money towards eyesight operations and cleft palate operations. So I do a lot of stuff and I've done more of that since 2018 when I started to come back to being who I am. So there are various things we can do and there are various ways we can do it. And if anybody wants to reach out to me about this, please do. Um, and I have continued my 
emotional intelligence and emotional growth journey, you know, an emotional change therapist now. And I'm not really a therapist, but I can now help people with their emotional blocks. And I said this this morning, an emotional block, an emotional something that affects you does not have to be a trauma. It really doesn't. It could be something that somebody said in your hearing when you maybe were four or five. You weren't hurt, but you take on board the baggage that comes with that statement. So maybe it is a trauma in a, in a, in a way, but it affects you. And once you release those things that you might not even know you have, I can't tell you how much lighter you feel and how much bigger you feel. So since 2018, I've had intuitive healing. I've done some work with horses on, you know, heart connection because my heart just shut down. Now, horses can't talk. And I can assure you that if you're not in alignment and connected, they're not going to do what you ask them to do. And when you are connected and in alignment, they'll follow you. You know, you become their leader. And remember, my thing is around conscious leadership, leadership of self first to lead others. And of course, what then happened is that I this morning, and this is what has really promoted this episode, as much as it was rattling around the back of my brain to do, I came off, I went onto social media and I saw a, an, an episode, just a clip as you do, um, by Dr. Jordan Peterson. And that man talked some real sense. And he was talking to a guy, I have no idea who the guy was, um, Dr. Peterson was clearly being interviewed. And he was talking about being aimless. And I thought, oh, how weird. I've been talking about having no purpose. And now he's talking about being aimless. So I linked in as I do. And please remember, nothing sits in isolation. Everything is connected. So the reason I heard what I heard this morning after coming off the club, clubhouse and after being asked the question by one of the panellists about, you know, how do you, what do you, how do you deal with grief? What do you do? I then listened to this this few minutes. And basically what he said is that purposeless and aimlessness are sort of the same. Yeah, I think we can all agree that. And then he was talking about two things happen when you're aimless. And when you're aimless, it's because you you create an anxiousness. And you create an anxiousness because anxiety computes aimlessness so you don't know what to do because you've got no purpose so it creates an inner anxiety and of course anxiety is a feeling that then creates oh I mean all sorts of things panic you know you shut down it creates stress your body doesn't work right so anxiety can create a whole raft of other stuff and I was definitely I'm going to say depressed you know when with mum going and my relationship ending and that is all a part of being anxious. And what he said was, and these are his words, if you drop someone in the middle of a desert, the reason they are anxious is because they don't know which way to go. And the reason they are anxious is because there are too many places to go. And that's aimlessness. So you've got so much, you could go in any direction you want to go, but you don't know which way to go. So you're aimless. And of course, when you're aimless, you have no purpose. And now, of course, add that to grief and people leaving for whatever reason. And I don't like saying the word loss because I know where they are. I haven't lost them. But add that to grief for whatever reason you're experiencing the grief. And imagine what that does to you and your, and your thoughts and your processes and your heart and your emotions. So what your brain... And so it just becomes really complicated. 
And when things become complicated and you've got no purpose, you've not got the vision, what do you do? You can't create one because your brain's in fog mode. So your brain literally signals that anxiety and aimlessness are the same thing. Now, this is what Dr. Jordan Peterson said this morning, and it so spoke to me. And basically, it's even worse than that, because your brain is set up to produce positive emotion. Literally, it's set up to create positive emotion. And then if you're aimless and you haven't got the goal, what are you going to reward yourself with? So the emotion of of positivity, this is my interpretation, decreases because you've got no goal. So when you have a goal and you have done something that moves you forward towards it, your brain produces a dopamine hit. That makes you feel good and it strengthens the neural circuits that move you forward. Now, I've done a lot of work recently in the last couple of months on brainwaves, neural circuits and how we can reprogram them and how each of our five different brainwaves allow us to do things differently, you know, from focus to creativity. Yeah, there's, there's five. I'll do more about that. I'm, and I'm currently utilising it for myself because I don't talk about anything I don't do for myself. So if you think about that, you have purpose, you do something that moves you towards your purpose, your brain produces a dopamine hit and that makes you feel good. It makes you feel better and it strengthens the neural circuits. So what it does, it provides you with a reward and it reinforces the reward. So what does that mean? And now I've thought about this in depth, and of course I've heard it said how Jordan Peterson said it. I've got loads of examples of this. So if you don't have a goal, and there's loads more research on this, I've, I've written a book on goal setting, please, 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 please buy it. It's on Audible. Um, Goal Setting for Change by me, Julie Hogbin. It, it, It explains so much. So what it means is if you don't have a goal, you don't have a purpose, you've got no positive emotion. Jordan Peterson's words. And I thought, wow, no wonder in 2018 I went into this very dark place. No goal, death in the family, relationship broke up, break up. What was my positive emotion? And no mission, nothing. Didn't have it then. It was vague and it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to give me the light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't enough to give me that golden thread that you grab hold of and it pulls you forward. I didn't have any of that. So please, if there's one thing you do, find a purpose that is greater than yourself. It is greater than the person you are. It is greater than your partner, greater than your child, greater than your parent. Find a purpose that is greater than all of those things combined. Because at some point in your life, you truly, truly may need that to create your light at the end of your tunnel. I really wanted to do this episode. This is so, I'm going to say raw. The emotion is not raw. You know, I have done a lot of healing since 2018. Truly a lot of personal development. And I was already pretty personally developed and self-aware. This was a whole new experience on another level. And this is something we do not talk about. And we need to. And not for any morbid reason, but for a healthy reason. 
so we can prepare ourselves for when this happens. You know, we don't talk about death, we don't talk about money, we don't talk about finances. We need to start these conversations. So, on that joyful note, find your purpose. Find your purpose that is bigger than you. It will provide you with the light at the end of the tunnel. It will provide you with your golden thread that will pull you through anything that happens to you. Honest. And on that note, if you want to reach out, please do. You know where I am. Follow me on social media. You please buy the book. It explains it in more, not in this depth, but it explains it more about vision and mission and purpose and goal setting and, and you know, and why we do and why we don't. So it's goal setting for change. Anyway, on that joyful note, on a beautiful blue skyed sunny day here in the UK, I will say goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And if you have found it useful, please leave a review. And if you have found it useful, please share it with others that will find it useful as well. If you want to know more about my publishing, please follow me through to the Amazon author page. And if you would like to follow me on any of my other social media channels, please do, which also includes a YouTube channel.